Hello, my name is Pete Edgerton from local radio station, Your Harrogate, and welcome to the O'Connor Chiropractic Podcast. In this particular episode, I'm chatting to Dr. Jason O'Connor about back to school and children's health when it comes to obviously walking to school with their backpacks on, tips for posture, using things like their computers, laptops, tablets, that kind of thing. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. Dr. Jason, great to catch you up. With regards to back to school, how much of an issue is is posture uh, for children right now? Yeah, I think this is a huge issue. It's only growing. Obviously, it's a, an issue close to my heart because I've got two young children, and I always thought I'd um, you know try and limit the usage of it by you know stopping them using phones and iPads, computers. But the thing is, it's such a, a big part of their life and, and part of their school life and their education that you can't stop it. So it's, it's trying to find a way to best manage it and, and limit the impact that it has on their health. So with regards to those ways, trying to help them uh, when they're at school or maybe doing homework, what are some of the first steps? Well, first of all, is like, what is the time being used for? So if it is actual homework... Um, trying to set a good time to do it and have a set time and also have a good setup in terms of where they're doing their homework so get them set up at the kitchen table or a desk um, you know try and have it on a you know if they're using an iPad which I know a lot of them are at the schools is you can get little iPad stands so it's lifting it up to it's at their eye level because the big thing is is the position of the head um, when they're looking at these screens so as soon as the head starts to look down and come forward over the center line of their body, the kind of weight load of the head goes up exponentially. So it's a bit like if you were to lift a dumbbell above your head, you could hold it there for quite a while. But as soon as you bring it forward, that kind of mechanical load for your muscles goes up significantly. So it's exactly the same with with the children and their necks and their shoulders and the stress that's creating on their muscles. So if you just by lifting it up on a stand, instead of them tilting the head down and bringing the head forward, it'll help them bring the head back up over the midline of the body. So then they can um, safely sit there for longer without putting stress and damage you know, onto their neck. We talk about a lot with children, whether it be at school or at home, the length of time that they spend in, in front of a screen. In an ideal world, from your perspective and looking after whether it be a young person or an older person sat at a desk, what is the ideal time that we should all be spending in front of a screen before we actually get up, maybe do a bit of stretching? That's a great question. And um, I think that the real problem is, is the ideal time is no time because we're not actually designed to use screens. You know, if you think, when has this technology really come in? It's only relatively recently. And they've shown that, the human genome, our DNA, our blueprint, if you like, has changed by 0.02% in 40,000 years. So we're designed to be on the gatherers. So it's never an ideal time. It's never, it's never you know, good for you to do it. But as I say, I understand we've, we've got to use it as part of life. Um, so it's kind of limiting the impact on it, like we said. So if they've, let's say they've been at school all day, they've been likely they've been using it at school. And then you wouldn't want them to come straight home and go straight on it or, you know, playing on games and then try and force them to do the homework later because then that's just screen time from literally when they're getting up in the morning to, you know, 
in the evening because again a lot of them then you know if they're watching tv and it's the impact on the brain and, and especially the younger they are they've shown that you know as the brain's growing developing that the brain needs to learn through more through experiences and changes in environment so you know if, if you're learning about animals and you're just looking at a screen as opposed to actually going out in nature walking the sounds the smells you know it's completely different learning experience um so I think that's important to actually get our children out. Otherwise, they're a bit like animals in captivity. You know, so we, we, you know, we've shown, you know, by far in terms of their learning experience, they learn better by interacting, being outside, movement. And again, this all comes back if they're outside, running around, moving, their muscles are, and their spines and their joints are doing what they're designed to do as opposed to being in a, a you know, darkened room, crouched over, you know, on the sofa, you know, iPad on the lap or, you know, looking from a phone even worse because their neck tends to be even further down and forward. So it's just trying to manage it and kind of think how can we get our children into a healthier, natural environment. And, and I know we're all busy and I think this is the, often the problem. It's quite easy if you're trying to make the tea, get jobs done or ego is the ipad is the is the phone and i think we're all guilty of that and and it's choosing our battles there's certain times that you know you need maybe to do that but then it, if it becomes a habit and it becomes too easy it may be easy in the short term but in the long term we're going to get bigger problems down down the line in terms of our children's health development their education all these types of things yeah so it turns out that all those years ago when you and i used to watch tv the kids on why don't you had a very valid point saying switch <laughs> off the TV screen and get outside and do something less boring instead. Yeah. They were promoting chiropractic care, who knew? <laughs> um, so, I mean, with regards to some of the examples that you've seen over the years and the young people that you've treated, um, I've heard you mention tech neck syndrome. What does that kind of look like from an x-ray point of view? Yeah, so what we're seeing... Um, actually earlier and earlier is um, degenerative changes into the neck so a lot of people when they think of arthritis degeneration they think of like trauma like falls injuries whiplash but what we're actually seeing now is that accumulative low-level stress postural stress is causing just as, bit, as much damage if not more as, as acute trauma can cause um, so like you say it's slowly wearing the joints down it's, it's loading everything in a natural position so we should have a nice C curve in our neck and if you think I was going back to the under gatherers what we did all day was walk around all day scanning the horizon so our head was our chin was away from our chest our, you know our shoulders were back and our eyes were upright looking ahead whereas you know you think now you know, not just children but the average person they get up in the morning drive to work sit at a desk six seven hours you know, drive back and sit on the sofa um, and even then checking the phone. So it's like this constant looking down, which is then changing the curve of the neck. So we're going from um, the C curve to a straight neck, which again, think of like the spine should work like a coil, like a spring. And that's what the curves are there for when we look at the spine from the side. So as, as the head's coming forward, we're straightening that, we're losing that shock absorbency and we're getting more jarring through the neck. So a bit like a car with no suspension. So the discs, the, these are like the spaces, the shock absorbers in between the bones. 
they start to break down, deteriorate, wear down much quicker when, when we're in this straight position. And what I'm even seeing now is that not only the neck is going straight, but it's actually going into reverse curve. So this is, means that the head, instead of being over the middle of the body, is now coming forward of the body, which is then causing the disc to compress and actually bulge back onto the, the spinal cord and the nerve roots. So again, this happens very slowly. So it's not something you would feel or you'd necessarily pick up when we look at ourselves or our children <clears throat> because it's getting a little bit worse each day, you know, slowly getting worse each day over a year. So that you could compare it more to tooth decay or heart disease. It's something that's slowly accumulating. You know, it's not like not brushing your teeth once or having one fatty meal or skipping one workout. It's the accumulative effect of bad habits over a long period of time. So this is why it's so crucial with our children. If we teach them the importance of posture, <clears throat> how they're whole, you know, using technology, how damaging it can be to the health and long term early on, we're going to prevent so many problems. Because as I say, I'm seeing more and more people in now, you know, in the teens, their twenties, and they're already getting degenerative changes now, which could have been prevented if they were given the right information when they were younger or the parents were. So for any parent who's listening now, or even a young person, maybe somebody who goes to college or to school, Jason, and they're thinking, right, well, what can I do in between that screen time where I've, I've got to sit down, I've got to do the work, but I need to stretch. Yeah. What are some of the basic stretches? I think moving regularly. So like after 30 minutes, 40 minutes maximum, try and get up and move. And, and I always... A simple stretch I get people to do is just go into a doorway. So you imagine like an open doorway and you put your, your hands up in like a, like a T, your arms up in a T position and then put your, your hands on the door frame and your elbows touching the door frame, obviously an open door, and then um, lean forward. And what that'll do is really open up the chest, the shoulders, and it'll do the reverse of what you're doing if you're on a phone or an iPad or a, or a laptop when you're in this closed position. So we're kind of reversing that and opening that all out. Um, so yeah, probably a good idea if we put some stretches that, um, you know, maybe on the website that people can, you know, use at work or at home to kind of counteract things. Um, so we, we, we do one called the YWTL, which is kind of a, a bit of a move on from that where we can do more stretches, but they'll only take about five minutes to do. But that, you know, every now and again, doing five minutes of stretches would, would make a huge difference to the, to the long-term health. But movement is essential. So walking, like, like you say, if you can walk to work or walk back again, if you can, or in, in the, walk to school, um, well if you can on your lunch break getting out or making sure at the break times because again even sometimes at the break times the kids have got phones at school and, and they're they're on social network and things like that when they're at school so they're they're in lessons sat down and then on their break times when they could actually get moving exercising they're doing the same again um so just again making sure we're using opportunities as much as we can to exercise and to stretch and there are specific stretches that would target the upper back, the neck, what we call the posterior chain. So when, you, if you imagine you're sat, your, your body's in this flex position. So we want to actually activate the muscles on the back of our bodies to open us back out again. Um, and again, it's maybe not doing the wrong exercise because a lot of people then, they'll go to the gym and they'll do sit-ups, chest, biceps, and this will actually kind of train the flexor muscles more and pull you even further forward. So a lot of the time it's some people are exercising but not necessarily doing the right type of exercises for what they're doing in their working life or in, in, in school, college life. Um, so it's matching the exercise to, to what, what's going on and what they need. Now, this time of year, 
throughout the month of August, you go into any supermarket, you see the big back to school signs, they're everywhere. Parents are thinking, what do I need? Uniform and PE kit and bags. Obviously, new new bags are always a big thing, uh, even when we were at school. Is Can, can you, um, at a certain age, uh, you know, how, how much weight should we be lifting, really? On, on our backs and is, is there a particular way of even carrying something as simple as a rucksack yeah I've seen different statistics on what we should be carrying and you know varying between 10 and 20 percent of the child's body weight um, but it, again it, I don't think it's is you can have an exact fit for that because you look at our children are all different heights and sizes and some are stockier and stronger some are you know thinner and and so you can't say this set weight or set percentage um but yeah i think some of the time i mean look at uh, my son's bag and you know he's got books in he's he's got a big water bottle and all these type of things and i was like gosh this is heavy and i just looked at my son and, and he just had a like a standard school bag that you know a lot of them have their own branded bags or with a so i, I just said look we need to get a better bag for him so we went to um, you know a, a, an outdoor shop in town and we looked at the proper rucksacks and he probably didn't like it but I picked it with him I said look you're getting one you pick the one you want that you like because I know we'd probably get a bit of stick from his friends but I, I was more concerned about his health than his, his spine so we, we went into the shop and we picked one together and uh, it had the proper straps on and this is the important thing is it needs to have adjustable straps needs to fit the shoulders it was padded so again in some of the days he's got a bit more weight in you know it's not going to be uncomfortable on his shoulders and cutting into his shoulders and there's ones that you can do the straps across the chest as well which again just fixes things and I think that's the important thing because I see a lot of kids and they've got backpacks on and some of them are like decent enough but they're the straps are way too loose so you know when you see it really low down on the back and so they're like so they're leaning backwards and they're getting like a over curving into their lower back because their bag is so low on their back so the important thing is get ones with adjustable straps pull them tight and get them over both shoulders the worst thing is if they've then got it just slung over one shoulder because you can imagine that's going to cause a shoulder tilt then what tends to happen is the pelvis compensates and lifts up this is when you can get a leg length difference being created um, and then it can lead on to lots you know ankle knee hip issues um, and there's so many kids now complain of back and joint problems, and kids shouldn't get those those problems. And people down is growing pains. I mean, all all kids grow, but they don't all get pain. So I, I don't believe that all these kids are getting growing pains. It's actually they've got you know problems, mechanical issues going on. And I think a lot of it can come down to you know, like we said, their the posture at home and their seating position, their tech necks that we talked about, but also their bags as well. So if we can get them over. I say both shoulders get the adjustable straps tighten them up so it's higher up on the back and even when you're packing the bag you'll see that all of it is like they've got the heavy water bottle and books on one side and then like a coat or something packed on the other so it's even uneven so even just packing the bag more evenly i know it sounds silly but you know if they are walking school walking back again um it's important that they're, they're carrying it straight on their back so just packing it a bit better as well um and then that can make a, a big difference it's like the boot of your car isn't it you wouldn't put say a load of heavy bricks over one tire and then 
you know, something maybe uh, your weekly shop over another tire because otherwise you, you're going to put a lot of strain on that one side one side of the car. And it's, it's funny you're saying that because I, I'm thinking, I'm sat here listening to you, nodding my head going, yeah, people used to say to me, oh, it's growing pains. Don't worry about it, it's growing pains. But we, the big thing when we went to school was the holdalls, like the Gola bags and the head bags, and they all slung over one shoulder. So we were all looking back one-sided. Yeah, and, and you're always going to carry it on the dominant side. And then that's going to create that tilt. And, and like you say, if, if they're carrying quite a bit of weight and they're doing it, you know, it's not just one day. Like we say, it's not one bad meal. But if you're doing it every day and they're doing it throughout, you know, all through secondary school, for instance, you know, when they're carrying more books and heavier, heavier items, you know, and, and they're growing quite rapidly and over that period of time, it can make quite a big difference to their, their spine and their, and their posture, yeah. So we've chatted about, obviously, the technic tips on not spending too long in front of the screen. We realise that homework has to be done, but it's very important to get up and stretch in between. And there we've just mentioned uh, the load on backs when maybe walking to school in the morning. Um, there's, there's never... Um, the age that you see people from here at O'Connor Chiropractic on Station Parade in Harrogate, it's never too soon, is it? Because, I mean, you treat even babies. Yeah, we, we've had babies in uh, a few days old and people think, well, why would you take a, a baby to a chiropractor? And, and they haven't got a bad back, they've got sciatica, they've got headaches. But birth is probably the most stressful thing that we all go through, even a natural birth. You know, the pressure, the force that goes through the cranium, the neck... And you've got to remember how, how delicate it is at that, you know, that age. Um, and if there's misalignment, sublux, what we call when the spine comes out of alignment is, is subluxation. So if you've got subluxations that are forming then, it's like, well, if that's not corrected, what's the spine going to look like you know, in, in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years' time? So yeah, I often see children older with more advanced, bigger problems because they weren't checked earlier on. So that's why the early better. Think like with your teeth, you know, I think the average person someone goes to see a chiropractor is in the 40s. So imagine if the average age of someone to see a dentist was in the 40s, what the dentist would be finding. And would the dentist want to see them earlier? Well, of course they would. So again, when I see people in and, and they've got all this generation arthritis problems going on, I, you know, biggest thing is I wish they'd come in earlier because I could do more for them. So that's why, you know, I want to see more children because that means we can prevent more problems. And that's a much better way of looking at health. You know, it's not about, you know, crisis care, putting out fires. We want to prevent them, you know, and that's the, the big difference. And, you know, if you look well enough and you spot these things early and get people in good habits early, you know, a lot of these bigger problems down the line, you can completely prevent and avoid. So if a mum or a dad, parents listening right now, they're getting ready to get their little ones back to school and they are concerned or they maybe just want their their young people in the in the family to get checked out by your good self um what's a website where they can find out more and, and maybe look at those stretches as well to, uh, to do yeah you can go to conacaro.co.uk um you know you can get all the information there um we're on social media you know facebook instagram and, and again just drop us a message we're all here to to help and give advice um and what we're also doing o over the summer you know up until the end of the september 
is doing like a half price offer. So if you if this is hit home with you and you are concerned about your children's health and posture, um, you can get them checked. And we're doing it at half price. Normally it's eighty pounds for a child's assessment, but we're doing it at forty pounds, and that'll be all the postural assessment. We do posture scans, we do nerve scans, um, you know, digital X-rays if needed um, to to review exactly what's going on, and then we can give you more precise tailored advice for that child that individual um to make sure we get them as healthy as can be and then then keep them well um i think that's the important thing is the education side of it um and then making sure they're you know if you teach them good habits now they'll continue them going forward into the future dr jason o'connor thank you so much thanks pete it's been great i'm really look forward to the the next episode and, and again just helping people with the health Absolutely. In the next month, we're going to be chatting about how O'Connor Chiropractic can help you if you're suffering with tension, headaches, migraines, general stress, and how they can improve your overall well-being. Don't forget, you can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts from and also at yourharrogate.co.uk.